Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome to On the Block. You just heard us for a little bit of a crossover. I'm Austin Norman, joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet, Mr. Eric Strickland. Stricky, what a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, it truly is. Uh, I was able to walk outside without a jacket today. Not, Not that I would recommend you do that for a long period of time, but the fact that I was able to do it, it's it's good. Listen, I'm... It's almost the middle of February. Mm-hmm. I'm praying that there is not another big one. And I'm hoping that we start getting those 60 degree temperatures to pop in as we get into March. I'm hoping. Rumor, I can only hope. Rumor has it there's potentially snow on the way on Friday. Oh, there you go. Not a lot. Just That's a little. Right. I'll be gone. But yes, yeah, Stricky's out of here. Making me sad. Leave it. Here's the thing. So Nick goes to Mexico <laughs> and it's in the freaking native 30s. You're... Jet setting overseas and it's going to snow I'm, on Friday. What's gonna, up with this? I'm going to be remote next week. I, I still have a little bit of time. I'm just kind of getting southward because that's where I'll be leaving from. Fair enough. I'm getting southward at the right time, obviously, based <laughs> yeah. on what you're telling me. And then, so I'll I'll be remote uh, for that for that uh, that first week, and then after that. The time difference is just no bueno. <laughs> was able to not do it happen. when we were in Europe, when I was in, you know, England and stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. Time's not too crazy, but ooh we no sir. <laughs> I was, You're in a different I, day. I, I know. I was I was talking with um me and me and uh, Jake were talking at the thing and we were kinda looking it up and you know, by the time we're on show, I mean it's like two, three in the morning. Ooh. Yeah, no bueno. Dang. Yeah. In the words of Eric Strickland, sucker. Yeah. That's what you are. Yes. Leaving me. That's all right. I know, man. Enjoy I, your I'm trip. Gonna it's it. going to be good for you. But I'll be back for, but in time for Big Ten, and I'll be back in time for March Madness. So all we're we going to be back on. Let's get it. Uh, speaking of that, let's talk some Husker hoops. We'll start with the men, dedicate our next segment to the women. Huge win for them over Iowa. But Strick, a 20-point win for the Nebraska men's team over the Michigan Wolverines. First time Fred Hoiberg has beaten Michigan, only the fourth win over the Wolverines in program history, second in the Big Ten era. And it happened in dominating fashion. It was back and forth early. Nebraska led 9-7 to before going on a 29-3 to run, again, ultimately winning that game by 20. They led by as much as 30. Michigan had that 12-2 to run to end the first half. Nebraska kept them at arm's length. With a couple days of separation from that game, what are your key takeaways for this one uh, for the Nebraska men? One was the way that they came out and the way that they played. Another thing is the lineup, the way that they started that lineup. Mm. It, there was probably some questions going into it. 
I know we had talked about that. Austin had brought that up as well. And, 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 and then we've talked off air about it, uh, about how we felt about Josiah Alec mm-hmm. uh, starting the game, being that Michigan was very perimeter dominated and how that would work for them being that they shot so well in, in the previous game. So, but it looked, it looked to me that Nebraska was going with the uh, Northwestern theme and the way that they were going to attack that is make mm-hmm. it an advantage for them instead of a disadvantage. And they went hard at Alec, and Alec was very aggressive early. But one thing that I could notice also, Austin, in that, in watching Alec initially, was there was probably some limitations put on him. Mm. Like, you didn't see a lot of that handling up top with four or five dribbles. You saw there were the dribbles had intention to them. Shout out to Intentions, the movie. Uh, that Stricky was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still free had, to watch. Yeah, still free to watch on Tubi. But he had intention, mm-hmm. as you saw when he went baseline, bang bang, yanka dunka, <laughs> all over Terrace Street, <laughs> all Junior. over his, uh, yeah, head top all day long. Put a body on him, <laughs> and then put him to sleep like the Undertaker. Mm. So yeah. I thought that was good, and there were some great things there. You know, obviously, Tamanaga got off to a good start. They got off to a good start mm-hmm. for the most part. And I actually like that second unit. Okay. You know, that, that second unit. Jamarcus comes in. He comes in aggressive. Mm-hmm. He had a great assist to turnover numbers. Uh, Love the defense. And, and we talked about that at the mm-hmm. game, the way that Hoiberg plays defense. He has an innate, similar to, like, my style and – an innate ability to understand angles, to understand counters, to understand where the 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 offensive player is trying to get to to take a shot, and he's able to be there to challenge or mm-hmm. to make it difficult. Now, I saw that last year in him. It wasn't. This isn't new. I, this is something I saw in him last year. He did this very often when they had games where they needed to stop, and he was on whoever it was that was handling the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Hoiberg's been great for that. I mean, obviously, C.J. Wilcher's kind of been down a little bit, but teams are really been focused on him. And so you're seeing that these the, they're making adjustments in, in how they're going at teams. I think that Sam Hoiberg point is one we can talk about a little bit here, too, because I think there are some people who would look at him and say, oh, he's just being annoying. Like, what is his actual skill on defense? He's not overly long. He's not overly tall, not not bulky. But Strick, when you say that he has that innate understanding, he has that, that basketball sense about him, kind of sounds like we're talking about Brock Purdy on a basketball floor that knows the right play, that anticipates is on time, on target. I feel like Sam Hoiberg has those defensive skills you're talking about. They're just harder to to see with your eyes. Yeah, it, because he doesn't... It, like, just think about it. I'm I'm six six three, two at high school. I mean, in college, I think I would play it at 215, 218. So I'm six, I'm an, I'm an opposing physical, mm-hmm. you know, doing the things that Sam does. Yeah, he's doing the same types of things. It's just that he has his smaller stature, mm-hmm. so he he he, he kind of comes across and he looks like a gnat, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Like like yeah. there's a difference between a fly and a gnat, mm-hmm. right? The the fly, I mean, the fly is like you know he's like ah he's pesky. The the gnat is annoying. Mm-hmm. So, but they come from the same stock, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's just one's a little bit smaller in stature <laughs> than the other. Fair enough. You recognize the other. So that's it, man. Uh, but Fred is he, he. But the thing I love about him is he understands his role. Not Fred, I mean, Sam. Sam. Yeah. But he understands his role. He understands what he's what he's there to do, and he embraces it. And you saw it with 
the hustle play that he made where he gets his hand on the deflection, the ball kind of trickles towards out of bounds, Mm -hmm. and that changes the intensity of the defense. Like, the defense went to a... When you when you get those type of things that happen, that defense on the other end on the the next couple of possessions, you saw Tamanaga and Gear, mm. those guys getting real active, and that's what you that's what you want to have those type of plays. Similar to Alec, when Alec had the dunk, you you know it changes the uh, the, the momentum. And that's what they have to get. And both of those plays were early on, really helping Nebraska yeah, set that tone, and that that big run, which is huge. Another aspect that's worth bringing up, Strick, is we talk about Nebraska's inconsistency in rebounding. Some games they've looked good at it, other games they haven't. Fred Hoiberg says that with Josiah Alec and Juwan Gary in the starting lineup, or even when they share the floor together, they should be better offensive rebounding as a team than they have been. Nebraska didn't win the offensive rebounding battle. They allow 18 for Michigan, but they pulled down 16 themselves, right? I think that's a testament to Alec into Gary. Mass was in the right position here and there. Hoiberg tracked that one down. Nebraska doesn't have to be a great rebounding team, but I think Fred Hoiberg's onto something when he says, with those two guys, we can afford to have our guards drop back, send those two hard to the glass, and we can survive with that because he knows that they'll hustle back if they don't get the O board. Yeah, exactly. And and listen, you, Alec has to present himself and give reason to why he's out there. Mm-hmm. He did in mm-hmm. this game against Michigan. Like He showed by sparking early the group in the starting lineup that's just have some form of impact. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the scoring column, but in some defensive rebounding, mm-hmm. attacking, giving extra possessions, something he can't have nights like he had the last night because that's just you're, you're ineffective. You're like a shell. You're like you, it reminded me of when Dennis Rodman came to the Mavericks for mm-hmm. us, right? Dennis Rodman. If we got the Dennis Rodman that was with the Chicago Bulls we probably make the playoffs that year. But we got the shell of Denton. Still rebounded, but defensively, remember we talked about working on a string? He was not, he 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 was kind of in his own, like we would have a game plan to blitz, meaning to trap the guard, but he wouldn't do it mm-hmm. or half do it. And so we're expecting stuff, wasn't getting it, so we had to try to, make up for it, and then he's not giving us what he gives you on the offensive side. So, For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, you're a liability more than an, uh, a, a uh, um, you know, you're a liability more than an asset. Mm. So, you know, that's what Alec has to become. Stay an asset and not a liability. Wormer still chewing his way through a leaf on defense sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So Nebraska- we lost 10 games, bro. Like we only missed the playoffs. I think by four, if we didn't, if we didn't get, have him, we, cause we were rolling. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't have him that for that stretch. We probably make the playoffs that time, but that's what Alec can't be right. when you play like he played when you know when they were on the road. Mm-hmm. So and they stopped the darn plane for him. Yeah, I'm still salty <laughs> about that. How they left me stayed. Not for Dennis. Him. 
It's ridiculous. Um, Nebraska streak reaches 17 and eight overall. They're seven and seven in the conference right now. Um, good for, uh, based on, on tiebreakers, they'd be in seventh place in the Big Ten Conference, uh, waiting for um, Iowa in the first round. And then whoever wins that game would play Illinois, as things currently stand. Before we get to that, 17 wins, a new high water mark for Fred Hoiberg in his time at Nebraska. The team went 16 and 15 in the regular season last year, lost their first game in the Big Ten tournament uh, to finish at 16 and 16. If Nebraska were to go over, say they end the regular season at 17 and 14, lose in the first round of uh, the Big Ten tournament, I assume they'd still get an NIT bid, but Nebraska can't finish any worse than 500 anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if they get that NIT bid, lose their first game, they're still right at 500. Now, six games left to go in the regular You're season. 500 in conference? Overall. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So I think again, that's the worst case scenario. Right. If gotcha. they lose everything, everything the rest of the year, which if that happens, <sighs> that's a completely different conversation. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen with this team, but they reached a new high water mark under Fred Hoiberg. I get it. The postseason is yet to come, but Strick, we asked for this program to improve, to take a step forward from last year to this year. Even with six games to go, it's undeniable to say they've taken a step forward. It's it's undeniable. You can't even fight it. Like, I know sometimes our expectations or the expectations of fans or those, they, they, they go to a whole nother level. I was having a discussion with some of the the, the, uh, the listeners and, and those who showed up for the uh, Super Bowl mm-hmm. event over at uh, Buffalo Wings and Rings. And they were asking me similar type of questions. And I said, listen, it's one of the hardest things to do is to have a turnaround to where both aspects of your team, home and away, are on another level. It is, it is the hardest thing to do because it's, it's, it's easy at home to drum up energy because they help you. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you go on the road. And I'm sitting over... I'm having uh I'm over at Cluster's house, Cluster's uh, well Kate, Kate Johnson's house, his his house, and we're kind of talking about something similar. And I literally put my feet up and I was like, bump your couch. <laughs> you you got to want to go down in they in they living room, sit down, they have their stock of liquor. The the, the I'm not I'm not talking about the basics. I'm talking no. about the high price. You know, VSOP, you know, <laughs> King Louis. I'm talking about top of the line wine. You got the Cristal, and you Maybach. go in there and open up the best of that stuff. Sit down while they sit next to you and pour it right in their face and drink it. That, that's what you got to do on the road. And, mm-hmm. I, and, 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 and so they asked me about that. And I said, listen, I'm, I was a dog. I loved going on the road and looking at their best player and saying, yeah, yeah, you struggling tonight, my boy. You you might give everybody tonight. You gonna have a problem. Like mm-hmm. that's how I went into games. That's how we went into games, right? It's tough for a team that's trying to change their mentality to do that in 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 a year where it's been a shift. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the shift. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough. Three chances left to to change that narrative at Indiana at Ohio State, and then at Michigan to end the regular season. Places where you haven't done it. No. That's what you have to drum up. You have to mm-hmm. you have to drum that energy up. Dang, man, we're going to do something that no one's done for Fred. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like as a team, you got to do that. Fred should not have to come in there with his his bicycle pump <laughs> and pump your heads up. He, he, 
you should be able to go yourself as a player and start gassing each other up saying, yeah, we about to go in there and bust AA. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. literally, that's mm-hmm. the way you got to feel about mm-hmm. it. That's what they got to do, man. Nebraska's had a couple okay performances at Assembly Hall. Been a minute since they've won there against an Indiana team that is pretty meh. They're 6-7 and seven in the conference right now, a half game back of Nebraska, who has the tiebreaker over them. Ohio State is a game ahead of Michigan at the bottom of the conference at 4-9. and nine. And then Michigan, bottom of the conference, right? You've never won at the Chrysler Center. What yeah. better year, you know, what better team to knock off some more of these streaks, right? The, the lost streak against Michigan State, against Indiana, um, streak without beating a number one team, which they did to Purdue. Why not end some of these road streaks, right? If you win two of these three road games, I think especially Ooh. Ohio State and Michigan have, pretty much have to get them. But then, Strick, that turns our attention to the Big Ten tournament. Oof. If you've won a couple on the road, I think you feel a lot better going to Minneapolis for the Big Ten tournament because, yeah, you're on the road. Nebraska's 1-0 in neutral games this year up at, at Ohio State. But Nebraska shouldn't be scared of anybody below it, right? Nebraska most likely is going to play a team seated lower than it. You look who that would be. It would be Iowa right now is the matchup who beat Nebraska right after Purdue, but I think Nebraska played exceptionally poorly that day. Maybe Maryland makes a run. You lost on the road there. But again, I don't think Maryland is as bad a matchup as Nebraska showed. Uh, Penn State, we'll see. Indiana, you will at least have split with. And Minnesota still comes to town, right? Those are probably they, the teams you're going to play in that first round of the Big Ten tournament. So go get one. Minnesota, yeah, I agree. But but there's such a hodgepodge. Like, if they mm-hmm. can run off two, take care of home, mm-hmm. you're talking a whole different conversation. Because uh, those those two teams outside of, I want to say, Wisconsin have tough roads. Mm-hmm. They have tough games still left. I mean, they have games that they literally could possibly lose, mm-hmm. uh, especially Minnesota. They have, a, they have a tough stretch. Michigan State has a pretty difficult stretch. I, I looked at their schedule. Um, uh, so Minnesota, here's what Minnesota has. Minnesota has Purdue next on the Woo. road. Woo. They're they're ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Rutgers at home playing much better. Ohio State yeah. at home. You could probably get them. Then you got to go to Nebraska. Back that up on the road to Illinois. Penn State at home. Indiana at home, and then Northwestern. You've got potentially four losses right there. Yeah. in that group, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that can send them. Packing down to the bottom tier. And if Minnesota goes four and four, they're ten and ten overall in conference. There you go, right? Michigan State. Michigan State took care of home, mm-hmm. beat Illinois, mm-hmm. go on the road to Penn State. Okay, mm-hmm. you probably get that one. Go on the road. They've got an easy early stretch. Go on the road to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Then they get Iowa at home. Probably get that one. They get Ohio State at home. They've got a good four game stretch that they can run off some wins. Mm-hmm. But then they gotta go Purdue. Northwestern Ooh. on the road, Indiana. Yeesh. So it's not your early. You better bank them. There it is again. <laughs> you be, put them in the bank. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're looking at. So I'm I'm saying those teams ahead of you are not necessarily um, looking great. Let me look at Indiana, uh, Illinois, real quick. Illinois schedule is they're looking like this. Illinois coming down the stretch. Home at Michigan, on the road at Maryland, could be tough because mm-hmm. they got size on the road, could mm-hmm. be tough. 
on the road, Penn State, not worried about that. Home, Iowa, probably get that one. Home, Miss, uh, uh, Minnesota, could probably get that. But then hit the road, Wisconsin, Purdue, and then on the road at Iowa. So you at Nebraska have one of the better stretches mm-hmm. that if you take care of business, you go and do your, your road work, road warriors, mm-hmm. like I would literally, I, man, I would be playing <laughs> road warrior on there. 24 sets. Mad Max. You know, show me how to do it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's what's going on, man. And that's what you're working with. That's what you're Mm -hmm. working against, uh, Austin. Mm -hmm. So if you take care of business, you literally can go. Remember that? uh, You don't even remember that game. It's called Frogger. I know Frogger. You remember Frogger? It's tricky. I know Frogger. Yeah. Yeah. Just cross the road, baby. You just got to dip to the right. Go to the, get on the log, hop off before the alligators get you. Yeah. And cross. That's all you got to do, baby. You got to play Frogger. It's all on the table for Nebraska with six regular season games to go, and they're in what Fred Hoiberg called their bye week. They don't play again till Saturday. Use it to rest up. You, mm-hmm. you mentioned in postgame, dangle the carrot of hard work. Give them a couple days off to get recovered for the stretch run because it's all out there for this Husker team. Speaking of all out there, Husker women's basketball left it all on the court. They come back from 14 points down to beat Iowa. How'd they do it? How do we think uh, Lisa Bluter handled it? And Caitlin Clark will dive into the Huskers' win over number two Iowa next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 